Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. This is America with Rich Valdez, powered by PolitiWeek.com. And Rich Valdez is with us, former Christie administration official. You work for Chris Christie, you've been in politics, done a lot of public service stuff. Rich Valdez, columnist now with the Washington Times. This is America. Richie V, you're on the air with the nation. The nation. This is America with your host, Rich Valdez. What's up, America? I am Rich Valdez, your liberty-loving Latino amigo right here, 17 floors above Madison Square Garden, right here in New York City. And the president is back in the White House. Doctor says he is symptom-free and his blood shows that he has coronavirus antibodies. Wepow! Good for you, President Trump. Thanks, Rich. Plus, there's a hurricane headed our way. Biden says the second debate should be canceled if Trump still has coronavirus. And El Trumpito, Donaldus Magnus, the 45th president of these United States, El Presidente, he says that he will sign a stimulus check immediately as long as Chuck and Nancy stop playing games. Meanwhile, a couple of indictments went out today where they're locking up people that were involved with ISIS. That's still a thing. And sadly, the couple that stood their ground in front of their home against a violent mob of BLM and Antifa, rioters, looters, and peaceful protesters were indicted in Missouri. And the governor has already said he'd pardon them. And the Missouri attorney general has also said that he wouldn't even have brought the charges, that it was clearly a political prosecution. And that's what we see with corruption. That's what's going on. Of course, tonight we have the vice presidential debate where Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris is going to be facing off against Vice President Mike Pence. I think Mike Pence is a gentleman, and I hope that he will not hold any punches against her because I know that being a gentleman, he's not going to want to swing at her and she's going to take full advantage of him being a white man and her being a woman of color. And they're going to try and play the race card. My hope is that VP Pence will bring it to her and will not shy away. I know he's a gentleman. I know he's soft-spoken, but I'm hoping that he comes out swinging because I expect her to come out swinging. And sadly, again, this is the type of corruption that we see in our nation, that we see in our politics, that we see in our media. And that's why it's important to make a difference in media. That's why I do this podcast. That's why there are conservative filmmakers out there. And one of those conservative filmmakers is Dinesh D'Souza. And keep it locked right here because he's going to join us in just a couple of minutes regarding his new movie, The Trump Card, which lays out the second term of the Trump agenda, as well as doing a deep dive into the corruption that surrounds Hunter Biden. Where's Hunter? That's what everybody wants to know. Where is Hunter? And of course, it's relevant because that's how Joe Biden was accepting gifts, bribes, if you will. So Dinesh D'Souza is going to be coming up in a little bit on that. But I also want to talk about the importance of the governor of Puerto Rico endorsing President Trump's reelection campaign. This one is important, and not because it's important to me because I'm an American of Puerto Rican heritage, but because I believe it should help those naysayers, the people that were buying into the AOC talking point that Puerto Rico should not be a state. 
And the first person that jumped on that bandwagon was Mitch McConnell, Senate Republican Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. And he dragged a few Republicans, in my opinion, erroneously, mistakenly, onto his bandwagon of being against statehood for Puerto Rico. And I've talked about this before, so I'm not going to get into that in depth. But I am going to say their argument was that these are going to guarantee two new senators that are guaranteed to be Democrats if Puerto Rico becomes a state. How interesting that they literally only have one person that's currently a representative, a member of Congress, the resident commissioner, who happens to be a Republican, Jennifer Gonzalez. And now the governor comes out and makes an endorsement. She can endorse Biden or she can endorse Trump. Who does she decide to endorse? She decides to endorse Donald Trump. El Trumpito, Donaldus Magnus, the 45th president of these United States, El Presidente. Now, the reason for that is because I've been laying out this case for you for quite some time. I've explained to you that Puerto Rico, A, is part of the United States. So as Americans, people buy into an America first agenda. When the president negotiates a deal and brings people to the table, why wouldn't Americans on the island of Puerto Rico appreciate Big Pharma coming back, more jobs, more industry. Of course, they're going to appreciate that. Why wouldn't they want to invest in infrastructure? And they've said time and again through their referendums, voting through democracy within our constitutional republic, that they want to become a state. Now, I've heard every argument under the sun saying, well, they're not ready for that. There is no maturity factor that goes into this. It really isn't. I mean, that's a nonsensical argument. Others say, oh, it's a burden. That's another stupid argument. There would be reciprocity with the federal treasury, which there isn't any right now. Right now, money goes from the federal treasury to Puerto Rico and not a single dollar comes back because they're not a state. So you tell me, how does that even make sense? And again, I go into that in depth in the episode of This is America that was like two or three episodes ago uh, where I talked about the speaker shootings and statehood. And also another episode where Puerto Rico's in the title. So you can uh, go into the search bar at richvaldez.com, at richvaldez with an S.com, and you can search those up. And I'm also going to put out a special edition this weekend of an interview that I did with someone from Puerto Rico that I think would also add a little bit onto that. But today we've got Dinesh D'Souza coming up. So keep it locked right there because when we come back, we've got Dinesh D'Souza. We're going to get into all things about the movie, The Trump Card, as well as what's going on with Joe Biden, what's happening with the criminal investigations. The president has declassified so much information, pretty much everything. He said it's all declassified. Go for it. With respect to how they're covering up the crossfire hurricane and the entire spying operation on both the Trump campaign and his initial days in office. So that stuff is getting the lid blown off of it as we speak. There's a story developing there. But without further ado, as soon as we get back, we've got Dinesh D'Souza. Keep it locked right there. I'm Rich Valdez. You're listening to This is America. This is America. In times like these, it's so important that we focus on the facts. I always tell you to focus on the facts. I think you hear that everywhere you go, and that's because facts are irrefutable. It's the bottom line. It's the real deal. And in times like this of uncertainty, we need to rely on the facts. I get my facts from JustFacts.com. That's F-A-C-T-S, JustFacts.com. Go to JustFacts.com and sign up for their newsletter, JustFacts.com forward slash rich. Just put my name in there and you'll get it for free. JustFacts.com slash rich. This is America. All 
All right, America, as promised, we have the filmmaker of Hillary's America, of Barack Obama's America, and the brand new film, Trump Card, DVD available Tuesday, film on Friday. Dinesh D'Souza, welcome to This Is America. Hey, thanks. Great to be on the show. You got it, brother. So I want to talk about a couple of things. One of the things that I want to get into is you lay out a whole lot of what the president should do based on what he's done thus far for his second term. I guess help the listeners understand how you're outlining that in the film. Well, the film um, begins by uh, answering the mysterious question of how socialism, one of the most discredited ideas of history that was tried 25 times in the last century and failed every time, has suddenly made a comeback. We look at the unique type of socialism that the left is pushing, which is not just an economic confiscation, but also this cultural Marxism, this indoctrination through the schools and through the media. Uh, and we look at why this is so evil and how we should stop it. Um, and then we look forward, even beyond Trump, to um, what we need to do, because uh, think about it, these institutions controlled by the left from the media to academia to Hollywood and the entertainment industry, uh, those re will remain a serious problem um, beyond the Trump election because they affect every election. 100%. And I think one of the things that really uh, stands out from the trailer that I watched was how you and others, you, I think you brought in a lot of really good experts. I once had an incredible conversation with Peter Schweizer at a party, and I was like, man, that's fascinating. To hear a similar type of conversation with you in the film, I thought was great because you've got, you know, both of you that are up to speed on what's going on, taking things apart. And there's a part of the trailer that I, I viewed that I want to play uh, audio clip of to get your reaction on so that you can kind of pivot in that direction. Listen to this. Let's turn to Hunter Biden. In 2013, Hunter Biden accompanies his father, Joe Biden, Vice President of the United States, to China to invest in the Chinese economy in ways that are not typically open to Western investors. It is in our self-interest that China continue to prosper. So that is from the film. I think it's timely, being that there's a lot of breaking news going on with respect to Joe Biden, Hunter Biden. So help unravel that part of the film as well. Yeah, you know, Trump alluded to this when he asked uh, Biden in the first debate, did your son get three and a half million dollars from a Russian oligarch? But Trump doesn't lay out the sort of storyline behind it. And the storyline behind it is that the Bidens, like the Clintons, have had a long racket. The Clintons was a, was a sort of racket through the foundation. If you wanted favors, you put money into the Clinton Foundation. Biden's approach is different. When he goes on foreign policy trips under the Obama administration, he would always take a family member with him, his brother James Biden, his other brother Frank Biden, or his son Hunter Biden. And while Biden was having official meetings, his son or his brothers would be cutting side deals with these government officials to transfer large amounts of money into the Biden family. This has been going on. This is how the Bidens went from zero to $100 million on a government salary. So this has been a deeply corrupt guy, and he has never been held to account for it. In fact, even at the debate, he's like, none of this has been proven. You know, it's been 
discredited. And all he means by discredited is his friends in the media and the so-called fact-checking sources have covered up for him. But this was a very fruitful topic for the Trump campaign to be pushing all the way through the election. And I think it's a a well-established fact, at least for those that follow and those that are going to see the film are going to get more of insight on this. But it is a very typical, commonplace approach for China to target the family members of U.S. politicians in order to curry favor. Well, China has been doing this throughout Asia and throughout the Pacific region, in Singapore, in Thailand, in Malaysia, in India. When they want to get something out of a politician, they start doing favors for the family members of that politician. Now, this kind of lazy, this type of corruption is quite common in much of the world. But, of course, it's horrific in the United States. It's not, we're not even talking about the kind of legal swamp that we often refer to in this country. We're talking about the Clintons and now the Bidens offshoring the corruption and collecting money from foreign entities. Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. Yeah, and just to add to that, I am looking at a tweet that's probably about 90 minutes old from Paul Sperry, and it says, Breaking, Joe Biden is the subject of an active federal criminal investigation in his role with the counterintelligence investigation directed at the Trump campaign during the 2016 election including the former vice president's activities with Ukraine and Ukrainian witnesses are cooperating. I'd love to get your reaction to that, being that uh, you're quite the expert on the topic. And this is happening as of 90 minutes ago. Oh, it's the Ukrainians confirming from their side that they were paying off Hunter Biden. I mean, Hunter Biden, let's remember, has no experience in energy. He has no experience in the Ukraine. So what the heck is he doing as a board member uh, of a Ukrainian oil company, gas company? Uh, And the answer is it's a payoff to Biden. That's so obvious. Now, during the impeachment hearings, the media kept saying, oh, no, 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 that that has nothing to do with it. That's that's (coughs) irrelevant. Excuse me. That's irrelevant. So it's very difficult for them to report on this kind of thing, because not only does it illuminate the corruption of Biden, but it also illuminates the stupidity of the media. I couldn't agree with you more. Something else that I think is relevant here is that oftentimes people, critics of the president or supporters of Biden say, well, you know, the Trump kids have made lots of money off of their father's name. And my response to that is typically, yeah, but these are private business people that actually have a business. They've created something, not just a shell corporation because my dad was vice president and you're kind of funneling or washing cash uh, in a bribe or a political donation my way, kind of like the Clintons did, as you alluded to. Uh, How do you respond to that? Well, first of all, I mean, look at Eric Trump. He's actually running the Trump companies, and it's quite customary in, in the history of American entrepreneurship. And by the way, this goes back to craftsmen in the Middle Ages to mm-hmm. teach your kids the family business. They move into it. They prove competent in running it. The real question is, can they make it bigger than it was before? I mean, this applies to Trump himself. His father was a successful businessman, but not as successful as Trump. His father had a brand, but not half as big as Trump. So Trump 
Trump himself has, is an example of someone who did better than his parents and is trying to cultivate it. So there's nothing wrong with this at all. Now, contrast this with Biden. Did he invent the iPhone? No. Did he build the Trump Tower or the Woolman Rink? No. The guy's actually created nothing. He's been in politics on a government salary all his life. So how do you explain the fact that he has multiple homes, domestic staff, access to private planes? And the answer is he's been he's turned politics itself into a business. He has cashed in on his office, whereas Trump donates his salary. Yeah. Now, the film again, we're on with Dinesh D'Souza. He's the filmmaker who's put out this brand new movie, and I urge you to watch it. Trump Card. Dinesh, tell everybody how they can uh, watch the movie. Go to trumpcardthemovie.com. You can watch a trailer. You can order a physical DVD. Now, on October 9th, the movie is available on demand, which means it'll be available on Amazon Prime, on Google. It'll be available on Apple iTunes, on Dish Network. It's sort of a pay-per-view. You can either rent the movie or buy it. October 9th is the date, and trumpcardthemovie.com is how you watch this movie. It's not in the theaters. You have to watch it at home. You can watch it on any device, although I prefer you watch it on a big screen TV because I made it for the big screen. Right, and uh, just as somebody who's watched your films in the past, I definitely vouch for the production quality. It's an excellent job that you always do. Now, Dinesh, I guess let's um, give it a final word uh, to you. What's the um, ultimate message that you're trying to send in the film? The message I'm trying to send is that at the end, what the left wants is not merely economic confiscation, but complete cultural conformity. They want to force us to live in their world. They want to control what we think, how we worship, whether we own a gun. So it's not just our money. It's also our basic civil liberties and civil rights that are at stake. I think we need to stop them. We also need to teach them a lesson. And that means we need to teach them that this kind of gangsterism doesn't pay. We start giving them that message in November 3rd, and then we keep giving it to them for four more years. <laughs> Government gangsterism, I like that. What are your thoughts tonight with Kamala Harris versus VP Biden? The key for, for Pence, I believe, is to be courageous and tough and fearless because he doesn't want to be a conventional Republican. He is a gentleman, and that's a good thing. But if Kamala Harris pulls the gender card or the race card, as I suspect she would, he should not respond in the traditional Republican way of going into the fetal position under the table. <laughs> he should strike back with confidence. I know his tone is more modulated than Trump, mm -hmm. but nevertheless, he can be extremely effective if he can show some bravery tonight. I agree. And I guess last one, this one's a little bit off topic, but breaking news being that uh, I am of Puerto Rican heritage and the governor of Puerto Rico recently yesterday endorsed the president. How do you think that's going to impact the Hispanic vote in the 2020 race? Well, I think it's just one of those little signs, and there are now many of them, that really suggests that something very big is underway, that Trump's idea of making an open pitch for the black vote and the minority vote is starting to sink through. My wife is Venezuelan, but she grew up in the Rio Grande Valley of Texas, very blue, 90% Hispanic, and there are huge Trump trains of cars, cars upon cars upon cars of Latino Americans. These are Mexican Americans, but they're for Trump, and my wife says, I've never seen anything like this before. I couldn't agree with you more. I think that's exactly what's going on. I see a lot of enthusiasm. Again, the movie is TrumpCardTheMovie.com. That's the website, TrumpCardTheMovie.com. He's Dinesh D'Souza. I'm Rich Valdez. You're listening to This Is America. Dinesh, thank you so much for joining us today. Always a pleasure. All right, brother. God bless you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Dinesh D'Souza. I definitely urge you again to check out TrumpCardTheMovie, TrumpCardTheMovie.com. And share it with your friends and your family because 
Sometimes the video medium is the one that really gets to people. I prefer audio. I love the spoken word. But I realize that not everybody's into it. Not everybody can put a pair of headphones on and really get into radio or podcast. Video seems to be so effective for so many people. So definitely support the film and learn from it because Dinesh is an amazing filmmaker. I always say, if you stand for nothing, you fall for anything. And that's a quote from Hamilton. And I follow it up with a quote from Sir Edmund Burke. And this is a quote you've heard from Lord Acton and others. The only thing necessary for evil to triumph is for good men, and in this situation, good people like you, to do nothing. So don't let evil triumph. Reach out to the people that matter to you. Speak to them. Let them know what's on your mind. Host a watch party, with social distancing, I would suppose, (laughs) of Dinesh's movie, or the debates, or whatever, and let people know it's okay to be politically engaged. It's not as taboo as people once thought. Hasta la próxima, America. Until next time, I'm Rich Valdez, and this is America. This is America. 